Episode 115, Exercise. If you don't have a competitive advantage, don't compete. You're listening to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilson. boom it's friday again <laughs> it's like damn yesterday was monday <laughs> anyhow uh welcome to the very best podcasts in the world uh your only source in the universe for personal supremacy through health wealth and happiness now uh the week was exciting um and uh sleepless because uh, um, I ran into a few technical difficulties. But uh, anyhow, I had three runners up to uh, today's exercise episode. And uh, I chose this one because it kind of fit, right? Uh, it was really about professional advancement. And uh, I think, you know, this title, uh, if you don't have a competitive advantage, don't compete applies best uh, to the professional part of your life while of course you know it uh, also applies to your private life so what do we mean by competitive advantage right it's uh, if we take it if we take this term apart it's really about you know you having competitors everywhere right uh, and where, what's your advantage? <laughs> you know, and a lot of people are like, I, I, I don't know. You, you know, and uh, I bet a lot of the listeners are going to be like, well, I, I don't care. You know, and um, fact of the matter is that uh, everybody has a competitive advantage. Everyone is good at something, is better at something than other people. And if you're not better at something than other people, you just haven't fucking discovered it, right? And that's what this episode is essentially all about, is finding your strengths and finding your weaknesses and um, exploiting your strengths immediately and looking at your weaknesses and taking into account whether or into consideration, whether or not it's worth your while to actually work on them to improve your skill sets there. Because maybe you've got a tendency, you know, towards something. I can't think of anything right <laughs> right now. But perhaps there's something where you're like, yeah, I, I would like to be passionate about it, but, you know, and the but is going to be about, you know, does it take a significant financial commitment? Does it take a, a time commitment of time that you may not have because you're a family person and you know, you've got tons of responsibilities that take up a significant amount of time more than you would need to invest into this new skill that you would like to learn. And that's what this episode is going to be about, is about illustrating 
strengths and weaknesses. So think of it as a SWOT analysis and on a very basic level. Uh, strengths and weak, limited to strengths and weaknesses. And it's going to be about really looking at the strengths and how you can take advantage of them against people competing or rivaling against you somewhere else. And the weaknesses are going to be something we're going to put on the back burner. There's going to be like a skill set, for instance, that you want to learn and that it takes a certain barrier, whatever it may be, to overcome, right? So what we're going to need is a bunch of post-it notes, right? And, uh, and or a sheet of paper if you're more comfortable than that. Make sure it's, you know, some kind of legal pad or a four paper or whatever suits your fancy there. Um, and then it's going to be important to write kind of like on the top of that sheet of paper or on one of the post-it notes that goes on the very top, what differentiates you from the rest of the crowd? You know, what makes you stand out like a sore thumb? What are you good at? You know, what are you better at than all of the people around you that you can essentially think of? These could be personality traits. Are you the helper person? You know, are you the kind of person to help people out, to help people excel, to help people when they are in a difficult situation? You know, are you a good athlete? You know, are you good at logical thinking? You know, and why am I asking these questions, right? So if you're good at logical thinking, if you're quick at picking things up in a logical sense, uh, you know, you could immediately develop a skill set that could be very valuable, almost invaluable in starting an online business as a side hustle. You know, I'm not talking about the bullshit drop shipping thing. No, uh, something very creative, something that other people haven't thought of. It's putting the pieces together. Let me give you an example. I was working in the Maldives. I think it was around 2011 when 2010 or 2011, I can't really pin it down. And this was the time of Lolsec, uh, this, this hacker group and, uh, um, all of this entire anonymous movement going on. And when you're in the Maldives, you have to inevitably spend your, spend a lot of your time on a very small speck of sand in a very large fucking ocean. And the longer you spend your time there, the smaller this speck of sand in the middle of the fucking ocean gets. So you, you know, every tree, you know, every fruit bat that flies around there, you know, every rodent by name, and it gets kind of boring. So, um, I went back to my roots and kind of observed what was going on with this whole, you know, low sec movement and all of these IRC channels popping up and being flooded and all of the good stuff. And so some time down the line, this uh, Lolita city hack happened. So uh, Lolita city was on the dark web, probably one of the most disgusting, uh, kitty porn forums that was there. And 
it was it had been raided and hacked and the customer data had been shared the site had been taken down and anyhow i came to resolving the problem or um, i came up with uh, i ran into the problem that's the way i should put it you know i ran into the problem that most criminals have number one you know if you want to communicate anonymously uh which you uh, what you should be doing if you're a good criminal. You know, if you're an idiot, you're going to be using public forms where you can be traced and monitored and whatnot. And, but if you're a good criminal, you know, it's very hard to find such places. So uh, the Tor network or dark web or deep web or whatever, you know, it's, it's, you're going to call it, uh, was actually one of those platforms that allowed you to even make, uh, you know, back in those days it was rather difficult, but today it's possible to make, you know, totally obfuscated, uh, voice over IP calls uh, through the network, you know, not only hiding your uh, geographical position, but, you know, just totally encrypting and garbling up the conversation that you're having. You know, this is true for email. This is true for a variety of other factors. And I figured that out. And I was like, that's scary. <laughs> if you give criminals uh, this kind of power, uh, it's very, very, very scary. Now, on the other hand, uh, you know, I saw all of the possibilities that this platform or this network or whatever you know yeah it's a network technically offered you know dissidents and uh at the end of the day it was a major player a major contributing factor to the success of the arab spring and so on and so forth so it was like okay um that it, that could be however a problem so i wrote a paper uh and said okay look here are the problems and the people and the law enforcement intelligence services were like, yeah, I, no. <laughs> and then came the point where Bitcoin, uh, as the first cryptocurrency, actually had started to begin to have a monetary value. That kind of happens side by side. And while, you know, it was worth technically nothing at that time that I was observing it, um, due to its parameters that were set into the system that it was kind of encased in, uh, I thought that, yeah, you know, this is a finite resource and at the end of the day, it's going to develop to a stage where it's actually going to be worth real money. Not having in mind that it would hit $50,000 or, you know, close to 60, like it recently did, but I estimated that it would have a certain value and make it easy for, um, criminals to transport large quantities of let's call it money for a lack of better terms across borders to send it you know into dark channels to exchange it through dark channels and so on and so forth so i correlated the two and that's what i meant by the logical aspect because looking at most criminals in history they were caught either because they were communicating or you know they were trying to transact money right think of kidnapping and ransom for instance uh, that's one of the major parts where you have to exchange currency and you don't want to give the, the, the cops your bank account, right? Because that will be kind of retarded. So you have to take cash, which offers, you know, significant risks. And, um, anyhow, I put the pieces together, wrote a book about it and said, look, you know, here it is. Uh, these are the problems sent it out to a large variety of intelligence services and police services and whatnot and got back a moderate response saying yeah we don't really get it right but that was kind of like a competitive advantage to a degree where i continued the research 
because I was basically back in my pond, if you will, and started to put these things together and uh, make really interesting correlations, which uh, pretty much all of which have become true in the past five years or so. You know, they have materialized. So that being said, whatever your skill set is or whatever your skill sets are, this is about really putting them down on a sheet of paper or on post-it notes and from a scale on one to 10, you know, it's like, okay, look at the skill sets you have, look at the tendencies that you have, the stuff you would like to do, and then put a zero to 10. Zero is like you have no skills in it, or, you know, it's kind of like something you would be desiring to be able to do. And number 10 is like, okay, I'm so fucking good at it that I'm going to wipe every competitor off the face of the earth with, through this, you know, but that's not true because that, that's not, it's not limited to that. That's what I wanted to say, because we're also going to have to look at character traits that you have, because these are insanely important for any type of relationship with people uh, that you're going to be with, um, you know, in putting, in making those really, or in advance, in really advancing those to really be a good partner in whatever constellation of a relationship you may have. This may be true for business partnerships, but it is as true for private relationships that you have. So for instance, you know, are you, uh, talk to your spouse, talk to your, the people you work with and say, you know, look, what are my, what are my character traits that are most obvious, both in a positive and a negative sense and write those things down as well. Because, you know, if you're not good at what you're doing in your job in something particular, maybe you're not aware that you're not so good at it. It's something you can improve upon. And it's really about reaching a level, a satisfactory level for everything that you do. But most importantly, it's about really fucking shining and taking advantage of those things that you score a 10 on. Right? So for me, as I just verbosely outlined, it's about putting the pieces together in really complex situations. And then it's about, okay, I'm good at this, right? Uh, I figured it out, but how am I going to make the world aware of it so that I can, you know, I don't know, mo monetarily benefit from it. Doesn't necessarily have to be monetarily, but you know, how can I benefit from it? And more importantly, how can the people around me in an ideal situation, the entire world benefit from it? And that's where it really gets important. And that's where I would urge you, if you if you figured that out, you know, stuff you're really good at, stuff you're really fucking passionate about, it's about writing it down, publishing it, and making it available to the world. And I think that's what the whole content of the assignment is essentially is about, is, uh, you know, being better for yourself more importantly so that your so that the world uh you know however big it may be um in your case can benefit from a better you right so in that sense i hope that my ramblings were 
conclusive <laughs> and that you have a nice weekend putting together uh, these skills and traits and you know characteristics and you know work ethics and whatever makes you who you are and focus on those and focus on the things you want to learn and kind of learn to neglect those things where you're already pretty good at. In that sense, have a nice weekend. Like I already said, do not forget to send particularly this episode to friends and family and people around you who can take advantage of this as well. You know, maybe there's somebody who needs a kick in the ass uh, in terms of improving uh, their um, their personality a bit to, you know, really uh, take your motivation or this episode as a motivation to really excel. Uh, so please share this episode. If you haven't already, uh, please subscribe to the podcast. Um, uh, you know, every subscriber counts at the end of the day, every share counts to make this um, really more, even more widely heard. And uh, yeah, have a good weekend reflecting upon those things. And we'll be back in touch on Monday. Peace out, stay safe, and we'll be in touch.